Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. Hi there and welcome to this week's podcast where we're going to talk about fear. (laughs) and how to deal with our fears in a wise way fear is is nature's protector it's it's absolutely necessary for our survival fear stops us stepping out in front of a car gets us to avoid walking down dark alleys gets us meeting deadlines gets us to the airport on time all of that comes from fear and a level of anxiety running in our system we have that the owl hormone cortisol which is known as the stress hormone and it gets a bad rap it you know it's prevalent in stress and anxiety but it does serve a purpose fear serves a purpose for us all it helps us maintain a degree of vigilance to protect ourselves, to keep us safe. And it's only when our fears start getting out of control, when it stops us living our lives, when it stops us getting out and meeting people or doing podcasts or whatever it is, when it's standing in your way, when it stops us showing up, that's when our fears are having a detrimental effect and they're starting to take the driving seat rather than us. But bearing in mind that It is something that's there to serve us and to protect us. And we will always have a level of fear or a level of anxiety, especially when we're walking into important things. Like none of you know this and hopefully I get through, but I went for a TED Talk audition there a couple of weeks ago. And when I went in, you, you walked into the room and I could feel myself the few hours before that the panic was setting in. Am I going to forget all the words? Um, is my mouth going to dry up? Am I going to go in and they're going to go, what is she even talking about? So that fear absolutely did run in my system. Now, because I know myself well enough and I know my own system, I tend to, that tends to happen to me a couple of hours before an event. I, and as I've probably told you before, I'm an, an emotional shaker which is very natural for us to do. When I have a high level of emotion running in my system, a high level of anxiety or even excitement, I shake, which again is a very, very natural response to fear and to excitement. So instead of dampening that down or trying to hide it or trying to put it back in a box or whatever we do try and do, I allow my body to shake. All it's doing is it's letting that nerves, it's releasing that nerves out of my system. And I know with me, my mind does a full run through of my fears beforehand. And by the time I get to where I'm going, a lot of that has actually left my system. I've talked myself through a lot of it. The key is letting it show up, letting your fear show up, asking me, what am I afraid of? I knew for me that that particular talk that I was doing it's called happiness as an inside job, but 
I shared a chunk of my personal story in that. Something that's really, really personal to me. And for me, the fear was absolutely there. Of course, I was scared. But the importance and the goal behind that were more important. And I'll always put that ahead of the fears. And for me, that's the difference. Like I said to myself, to get this message out there, And for people to hear that we all struggle with our mental health at times, where it can take us, the things we don't talk about, the things that we don't say, the things that, you know, lying awake at night, terrified of because of anxiety or, you know, some of how I dealt with it by self-medicating with alcohol, food, these types of things. Some of the mental health issues we don't talk about. For me, getting that out there. And if there's one person sitting on a phone or sitting on a a laptop, wherever they are, and they hear that and feel a little bit more normal and know that there's light at the end of the tunnel and know that there's things that they can do, that is more important to me than the fear that's running in my own system. So that, for me, is how I walk through it. But what can happen for us, and again, you know, I'm no hero. <laughs> I certainly, in other aspects of my own life, I, you know, I absolutely struggle with fear. And how it presents itself, as always, is we feel fear in our body. And because we, we don't like these feelings, we're uncomfortable with these feelings, we tend to stuff them down, avoid them or try and escape from them. And that's where our behaviours come in. If we're stuffing them down, sometimes that's with food, alcohol, cigarettes, whatever that is. We're trying to repress. We're trying to stuff them down. We're trying to get away. Or we can try and escape. We can try and switch ourselves off, numb out by binging Netflix or, you know, endlessly scrolling on our phones. We're literally trying to numb out escape what we're feeling all the behaviors that we bring in effectively are trying to escape our own feelings all the the behaviors that you know sometimes we look at and why go why do i keep going back to this because to your subconscious mind it serves a purpose it takes you away from whatever it is that you don't want to feel so looking at our fears and recognizing fear is just a feeling It is just a feeling we're in your body in whatever way. The tendency for us all is it can show up a lot in our stomach where we feel those butterflies. We feel that that anxiety or what we tell ourselves is anxiety or what we tell ourselves is nervousness. But it does us no harm. It doesn't hurt us. It just tells you you're a bit nervous of that particular situation. So looking and asking yourself, what am I telling myself about this situation? What am I telling myself is going to happen? Looking at it from this angle and looking at yourself, we can become so afraid of looking at what's inside, looking at our own emotions. We own them. We own our own feelings and we can become so terrified of looking at them. It can take us to much scarier places. I know for some of the clients I see that by the time they came to me, it turned into full blown panic attacks or, you know, burying themselves with with alcohol or food or different things like that. And a lot of the time we are the emotions that are running in our system. 
they can be our own unmet needs. The things that we will not give to ourselves or ask others for. And a leader in that one is support. When we're feeling low, when we're feeling sad or when we're feeling anxious, it's not that the support isn't there. It's the crap we're telling ourselves. We're judging ourselves. We're telling ourselves what other people will think of us if we reach out. If I tell someone um, I'm struggling with anxiety, they'll think I'm weak. They'll think I'm, you know, um, there's something wrong with me. They'll think I have mental health issues. I know certainly, to be fair, within the Irish culture, there was a lot of mental health issues were, you know, brushed under the carpet. There were things we didn't talk about. You know, there were things we said, you know, he's a bit of a drinker. Now, we could be pouring vodka on his cornflakes, but we'd still say he's a bit of a drinker. Or, I mean, like, we all know the history in this country with the with the Magdalene laundries and things like that. If, if people suffered with postnatal depression or different things like that, you know, there was the fear that they were going to be put into these institutions. So it's only now in the past couple of decades that we are opening up more about mental health issues. And as I often say, you know, we put a lot of effort into supporting our physical body and what we look like. But our emotional body is the energy that runs, runs all that. The, our emotional body is how we feel within ourselves, how we allow ourselves to be treated, how we treat ourselves. It's vitally important. And looking at places that we don't show up for ourselves. Because all we want to feel underneath it all, we are either living in fear or love. We're either reacting from our fears or we're reacting from love. So a key player in that is we need to have some self-love, some serious self-love going on to be coming from a place of love for ourselves. The greatest thing that's, that we seek on this planet, and we can rock around like, like searchlights looking for it, is a sense of belonging, feeling whole and feeling connected and loved. These are our divine purpose. These are the things that we truly seek behind the successes we search for, the body we want, the, the life we want to live. When you peel and pair all of them back, the reasons that we want this are to be loved, to feel like we belong and to feel whole, to feel fully complete. So looking at wholeness, if we are rejecting or neglecting our own wants and needs we will never feel whole because there's parts of ourselves we're leaving by the wayside there's parts of ourselves that we're neglecting and even if we do fit into those places we want to fit in be it in that relationship or that group that work environment we will never fully feel connected because we're leaving parts of ourselves at the door to show up so for us to have that wholeness that we seek we need to show up as our full selves, which means looking at what our own fears are. One of our biggest fears is being vulnerable, is opening up about what we really need. We're not fans of being needy and needing things. 
um, that ones that say, oh, you know, would you not stay in with me? Or uh, would you not spend more time with me? Or would you not? But why has it got to that? Why has it got to where you're at a point where you're, you're pleading with someone to spend time with you? You're nagging someone to spend time with you. And then you're feeling like the, the really needy person. Asking yourself questions like, why am I pleading with this person to spend time with me? Do I not like my own company? Do I not like being alone? Because that can be huge fear for a lot of us. Sitting in our own company without distractions. Because that's when we have to, you know, spend time with ourselves. And if our relationship with ourselves isn't good, we're not fans of spending time with ourselves. We're not fans of seeing our own fears and not being able to avoid them, not being able to, to numb them out. But it's looking at what your fears are and remembering above all else, for all of us as humans, we all have the same fears. We just tend to either work on them or behave or act differently with them. For some of us, we can become, as I mentioned, quite needy. For others, we can become absolute avoidance. That's certainly, you know, the show I was in was avoidant. I avoided letting people see me and see who I truly was and see how I was really feeling. And that was because I was absolutely buried in shame. I was too afraid to look in and see who I really was and see what was really in there because I was afraid that underneath it all there was this horrible person and that's why everything that happened to me happened to me. And the sad thing is we've all had pains, traumas and hurts in our past and they are absolutely painful enough and we didn't deserve for those to happen. But the sadder piece of it is we can spend years pushing ourselves away, rejecting ourselves or treating ourselves badly because of it. That's the sadder piece. The years of impact it has on us because of the beliefs we formed about ourselves. And from our beliefs come our fears. So looking at where your fear is showing up in your life, is it in relationships? Do you put a monstrous, massive, high level of expectation on yourself? Do you set the bar so high that it's, it's unattainable? I know certainly now I have success lists. I don't have so much to-do lists anymore because every time you didn't hit that bar, and a lot of the time it was a ridiculous bar, you know, I get nine out of ten done and because I didn't get number ten done, I was disappointed with myself. And I was afraid, you know, I was calling myself things like lazy, like, you know, um, not being good enough. And when you look at, as they say, what's sitting behind a lot of our fears, it's generally in some area not feeling good enough. The greatest turmoil that will be caused in our internal world is what comes from the not good enough. The not smart enough, not sexy enough, not rich enough, not lovable enough, not kind enough, not a nice enough person. These are all the things that are spinning around in our head and these are the things our fear 
and our anxiety and our stress come from. Because when you think of it, if you're afraid that you are not a good enough person or not worthy of that other person, it stops you showing up as who you truly are. It stops you being vulnerable. It stops you having bad days. When you're feeling low, when you're feeling bad, it stops you expressing that. It stops you saying, I'm in a bad place. I'm low. I'm feeling down or I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling needy. It stops us being vulnerable enough to express what our needs are. And sure then, as they say, we're never authentically showing up as who we are. So being at one, our vulnerabilities are not weak at all. And they are not something to be afraid of. Our vulnerabilities are the willingness to open up our hearts and show who we really are. To really open ourselves to love. And because we're afraid of that, because we're not of love, because we're afraid of being seen, a lot of the time it stops us really letting love in. It stops us really allowing people's, people to love us in, in the way we deserve. Because we're afraid of what they'll see when they look inside. Because we've deemed parts of ourselves not good enough, weak, doormats, don't have courage, whatever those things, whatever that inner critic is saying in there. And that inner critic is sitting in there driving those fears. And the greatest way of dealing with your fear is looking at it in the face. It is only a shadow. It is only smoke and mirrors. Fear is not real. It's of our own creation. Now, when I say this, guys, do bear in mind, safety warning coming up. That does not mean when you see a car coming down the road and you feel fear in your system, you go, it's not real and step out. I'm talking about our emotional body and our emotional fears. You know, don't want you that any is getting creamed by a car or any of those things or don't start walking down dark alleys or, you know, I'll test this fear. I'm talking about our emotional fears, the, the pieces of ourselves we hide, we don't let be seen or we exile out. What they do is they're running, running the show. They're in the driving seat, in the background, running the behaviours. We're coming from fear facing these fears head on looking at them going what is it about my beautiful amazing self am I scared of as I often say you know you're already a winner you're already a champion you beat 240 million sperm before you were even born you're already that amazing and it's you you that 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 doesn't believe that you that's afraid that if you show up as who you truly are, that that'll get you shunned, exiled, abandoned, rejected. And we end up abandoning ourselves and that leaves us in a far worse place. One of the greatest things for me, actually scratch that, two of the greatest things you can do for yourself is one, start learning to be alone with yourself. No distractions, no, no phone, no music, no nothing. Even if you have to start out at five, ten minutes a day, start learning to be alone, to be with yourself in your own company. As I say, you are in a relationship with yourself from womb to tomb, the one person you will not escape. So it's worth your time 
to give yourself time to start building that relationship with you because every other relationship you are in comes from that. It comes from your opinion of yourself. The value and the worth you put on yourself dictates every other relationship you have and how you behave. So starting to spend some time by yourself with no distractions, listening to yourself. We give so much time to others, which is great. It's amazing. But really listening to yourself and what you want, what you need. We all know what we don't want. We have that running in the background all the time. But it's looking at what you do want. What, what do you want from life? What do you want from you? If you're looking at yourself a year down the line, where do you want to be? How do you want to feel? Because that's the most important thing. Our feelings are how we show up in our day. How we feel in ourselves is one of the most important things. So sitting with yourself and spending time and asking you how you feel. It's just another relationship you're building and you've built many in your life. And the second most powerful thing, superpower, is connection. One of the greatest healers for me in my life, 100% by far, was opening up my, my heart and myself, me, basically, to the amazing tribe of earth angels that I am surrounded with. They were always there. They were always there in the background. I've been very blessed. But opening up and showing them me and all of me, showing them my worries, my fears, even their fears aren't always rational. You know, showing them our anger. A lot of the time we don't want to, you know, show up as angry or talk about our anger because, you know, it's a wrong emotion. It's a negative emotion. No, it's not. Anger, like every other emotion we have, serves a purpose. And it's absolutely okay to be angry sometimes. Repressed anger has a huge, anger has a high energy. Repressed anger has a huge negative impact on us over time. Turning inwards causes huge ailments within our body and it really negatively impacts our emotional body. And all we're doing is sitting on it, pushing it down. It doesn't mean it's disappeared. It comes out in frustration and overwhelm and resentment so just let it out allow yourself to be angry allow yourself to look at the situations you're angry about what is it what need are you not getting what's not being served and what's your fear behind not asking for that what are you afraid of just remember above all else folks you absolutely, we only get a limited amount of time on this planet. And we've all lost people. We've all had and seen people that weren't as lucky for, as us. I know certainly in my life, if I look back and I've been thinking about it lately, how many lucky escapes I have had with situations and places I put myself in or you know, situations that were dangerous that I didn't see, different things like that. I I am very, very lucky just to be here. There's a lot of people, we all have people we've lost that didn't that didn't make it. And this is our time to shine. This is our time to shine as who we are. And just remembering that what you want and what you deserve at the other side of it is so much greater than that fear running in your system. Let it up. Let it in. 
Spend the time with yourself. Get to know you. And that is the greatest power you have in dissipating the fears that are running in there. So I hope, folks, you've enjoyed this podcast. And as I mentioned, if you have any, any topics, it's all anonymous. I don't, I don't share any of the topics that I've come up with with anybody. If there's anything you'd love to know more about, hear about, or do a rerun through, do send a message and ask us to talk about that topic. And all reviews are very, very welcome. It helps us to keep going with the podcast. So we really appreciate it. So thanks so much, guys. And I will talk to you all next week. Toodles. Thank you.